respected voices in the game. It's time to talk hockey with Peter Hood on Shome 97.7. 20 after 8. Good morning, Pierre. Good morning, Pete. How are you today? I'm pretty good, despite the weather. Better forecast on the weekend, but uh, it's a pretty gray day in Montreal. It's going to be cool, oh. too. Only 8 today. So Oh, I've got um, I've got uh, Michel Pagliaro's big uh, hit on, me, on my mind this morning. Which one's rain, rain showers? Rain, rain showers. Well, uh, well, it's not exactly showers, right? It's a, it's a little drizzle. Right? Off and on showers, you know, but it, it fits, definitely. I, I, you know what? On a day like today, this is where you play ballads. It's there true. you go. No, it's there true. <laughs> Sunny days, you don't play ballads, and on rainy days, you do play ballads. You can sort of get away with it. Hey, we got yeah. a lot We got a lot to talk about. We'll get to the Grand Prix in a couple of seconds because I know that uh, you know, you're up on that. But uh, let's talk about the Canadians first. Awful watching them on Wednesday night. And, uh, well, hopefully they, they've caught the message from the coach and they're uh, going to come out there skating tonight and uh, be high energy against the Flames tonight. Six o'clock start, by the way, over at the Bell Centre. Yeah, everything is unusual this weekend, Pete. Uh, 6 o'clock tonight and 4 p.m. tomorrow afternoon against Ottawa. Now, the game tomorrow is one of those games that needed to be rescheduled, right? Uh, uh, after the, the Habs had to uh, go away for a while uh, with the COVID, uh, with the COVID the situation within the team. So tomorrow's game is, is, is a rescheduled game. And uh, that's why you play at 6 p.m. tonight, because the CBA says you have to allow a certain amount of time, a minimum amount of time between two games. So 6 p.m. tonight, uh, which is unusual. Uh, The players usually don't like to have a change to their schedule. As you know, Pete, they like to have uh, repeatedly the same type of uh, of daily pattern. So it's going to make the time between practice this morning and uh, the game tonight a little shorter. Let's let's hope it's a, it's a good thing. Let's hope it brings some uh, some energy. Yeah. And I'm glad the way you set it up uh, in our discussion, talking about Dominique Duchamp's message. Well, let me add an extra layer to that, Pete. I hope they each player delivered to himself is his own message, uh, because frankly, if there is one player that could go back at home uh, after the game on Thursday and feel satisfied and feel that uh, he had uh, he had brought to the game uh, his best contribution well i think that uh, that would be uh, that would be very problematic i think that <laughs> players have to look at themselves in the mirror and say that was a huge statement to be done on on thursday we haven't done uh, on on wednesday we haven't done it we we have done the wrong things the, the wrong way and uh, things have to change tonight so let's hope that individually, everybody has done uh, the, that kind of mental work. Well, to turn around their fortunes, too, it's, uh, you know, sometimes it's a line combination that, that has to be rebooted or, you know, reset. And they did that, I guess, uh, yesterday at practice, right? Yeah, well, uh, well, yesterday actually was a day off. But uh, I think that uh, what they've done the other night uh, was probably, a, 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 was probably uh, what you could see today preparing the game and tonight at the game and you know what I, and i'm no expert pete and uh, you know I'm, I'm just like everybody i'm trying to figure out uh what can be done uh you can't change the whole roster but maybe you can change uh combinations and if not if you look at the at the, at the situation with um with duos as as, as opposed to uh, to trios as opposed to three players maybe that's the way to go maybe it's time to say well dano and tata that's a fit Maybe it's time to come back to 
Drouin and Suzuki, that was a good fit. Maybe it's time to come back to Toffoli and Kotkaniemi. That was a good fit. Right. And now, and, and then the fourth line, of course, uh, if, you want to, if you want to keep Eric Stahl in the lineup, well, Stahl and Perry maybe is a good fit. What do you do with the rest? Well, you just fill in, fill in the blanks for the rest, uh, trying at least to reboot the team, trying at least to simplify the equation and work with pairings on offense and complement them with a third player. That's, that's one way to go. And I'm sure that uh, I'm not teaching Dominique Duchamp anything. He's, he's experienced <laughs> enough right. uh, in, his, in the coaching job to, yeah. to realize that himself, of course. Ben Chirot, uh ready to come back. He's been out skating. Uh, could Carey Price and uh, Ben Chirot be ready to make a comeback now or what? Yeah, good question, Pete, because the uh, actually um, a defenseman and a goalie were sent down or sent back to, to Laval. Uh, of course, those are sometimes technical send-down but at this, uh, or technical movements in order to, uh, to stay within the salary cap. But uh, in this situation, we're talking about uh, key players. Uh, so uh, one thing for sure... Uh, Mark Denis was looking at Carey Price uh, footage the other day, working out on the ice. And you know, Mark, as a former goalie, has uh, yeah. a very bullseye uh, <laughs> precision uh, appreciation of a goalie. He thinks that uh, he saw no sign at all uh, of, uneasy, of, uh, of being uneasy on the ice. So he figures out that uh, technically he is ready. Was it, was it, is it going to be tonight or tomorrow? Well, we'll see. You've got two games in two, in two nights. Uh, so one of them, probably. And Ben Sherratt seems to be a full go, a full green light. And uh, I think we, we missed him a lot. And I think that Shea Weber has missed him a lot. And as much as we can point out um, surprising uh, giveaways from the captain, as much as we can point and ask questions about his, uh, his form uh, this year, well, I think we have to remember that... Uh, the partnership he's built up with Ben Sherratt is so strong that uh, Sherratt's absence had a big impact on the team, but also a big impact on his uh, on his uh, captain on the right side. Let's take it from hockey and get to the Grand Prix. Big headlines in the news yesterday and again today. That's going to continue. At one time yesterday, Pierre, they were saying that the uh, Canadian Grand Prix, the F1 event here in Montreal, uh, was cancelled. It has not been officially cancelled, but we know that it's in serious jeopardy of not happening, right? Yes, it is in serious jeopardy, uh, Pete. And uh, I guess that uh, what we saw yesterday was some sort of a, I would say some sort of a leak uh, of of um, of the uh, the evaluation of the COVID uh, situation in Montreal. We, I mean, we all understand, Pete, that the situation is still very serious. Yeah. And uh, even with the uh, uh, even with the vaccination flow uh, moving forward. We all understand that mid-June is coming too fast, and uh, my own appreciation. And as I said, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not speculating here. My own read, my own appreciation is that the event could be uh, canceled for health reasons and force majeure, as we say, right uh, in French. And if the force majeure situation is health-related, well, you have to be uh, you have to make sense out of it. And you got to accept that there is a strong possibility that the event will be canceled. Now, the big uh, question also is what kind of harm uh, it can do uh, to the relationship. My reading also is that the contracts are in place very strongly. The will 
to stay together and the will to present the event here, here in Montreal on a long-term basis is a common will from organizers, from level of governments, from Formula One owners, Liberty Media, and their senior management. So if it's, if it's for two years instead of one force majeure on the front of health and social health, well, let's accept it and let's make sure that the event come back even, come, comes back even stronger uh, in 2022. Second race of the season this weekend. It's happening in Imola at the Autodroma Enzo e Dino Ferrari. Ah, uh, si, senor. Si, oh, senor. Si, mi piace. <laughs> you know what? I was looking, after you told me about that, Pierre, I was looking at pictures of this beautiful racetrack just outside of Bologna. And, uh, uh, yeah. man, would I ever like to have an espresso over there? I, really yeah, I, I had the privilege to have a real espresso with real Bologna. Ah, look uh, at you. A couple of times I went to the uh, to to uh, uh, to uh, free practice over there, so it was uh, it, it's a nice uh, it's a nice environment. Officially, it's the Emilia Romagna Gran Premio, uh, Pietro. Ah, scusami. Perché? Perché? Per, per, uh, why you mean? Non mi ufficiale Gran Gran Premio di Italia perché il Gran Premio di Italia is a Monza. Allora, donc, so it's uh, it's. Uh, Gee, this is a trial injury. I was just going to say, we appeal to everyone today, don't we? Uh, so, so, yeah, officially it's the Emilia Romagna. This is the uh, the area uh, where Bologna is and Imola, of course. And uh, this morning we already have uh, one session done. And uh, who's back on top? The, the, um, the, the Mercedes are back on top this morning. Valtteri Bottas and Lewis Hamilton. But hey, Max Verstappen is uh, is merely uh, five one hundredth of a second behind, so it's very close. Uh, it's a good start for Lance Stroll. He showed up in the eighth position this morning, so uh, we'll see if Aston Martin has been able to cope technically with the problems that we've seen three weeks ago uh, on the opening round in the in Bahrain. Pierre, I feel very up to date. Uh, mille grazie. I appreciate that. <laughs> prego, prego. All right. <laughs> Hey, Esteban's giving us the thumbs up there. We must be doing something right here today. Oh. <laughs>